0: And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 282, uh, year six, week 32, coming at you this week. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC and KS. And since this is your live call-in show, uh, those numbers for you to dial are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 twenty seven or three oh three eight three five thirteen oh one. Uh and again, usually I would throw it to you guys and say what's going on, but more importantly, what the fuck happened in Kenosha? <laughs> like I think I that is Who the knows? hot ticket <laughs> item of the week that everyone's yeah. gotta talk about. Uh social media is going off the hook. It's become a it, partisan issue yet again.
1: If you want to be somebody, you gotta have an opinion as far as you can on Facebook and Twitter and and social media in general regardless of how informed
0: that opinion might be yep uh you you have to say you must
1: jump to you must jump to conclusions uh so i will say one thing well actually ken uh could you no chaos (laughs) (laughs) cut that part out but uh okay i'll try um no it's okay i'm not sure if he minds but anyway um Ks, from your point of view, you you do watch, you know, CNN, Fox, or you know, mainstream media a little bit. From so he's the most your...
0: uninformed person on the or misinformed person on this on this panel. Then
1: right. So what what <laughs> no, type of I'm, what type I, I of don't. misunderstanding did they <laughs> give give you?
2: I, I don't have a television, so oh, I didn't okay. watch any of those. Okay, good. Uh, I I listen to the radio, but that's like when I wake up in the morning. There's uh, NPR that tells me that it was uh, a peaceful protest and that uh, a guy came in with an AK, I uh, mean, some, uh, some automatic rifle and and um, shot protesters. That's about all I knew before I started talking with the other people and reading about it in the newspapers. I wasn't paying attention.
1: Okay, so not much. All right, that's fine. Um, so my, my observation is is that if, if you're on the left, you automatically jump to the conclusion that... Uh, What's his name? Kyle Rittenhouse. Yep. Okay, that he is a is a murderer, and you know, two, two people are in fact dead, and one person was injured. Um, and then if you're on the right, then then this Kyle guy is is a hero. Uh, he's a you know pro police uh guy. Uh, tr- he was trying to go there to uh, uh, help protect businesses, uh, even though he doesn't live there, and. Uh, yeah, so you know, which is it? Is he a hero or is he a murderer? Like those are the two options that you have if you you know, believe in the left-right paradigm.
0: He's definitely a killer. Like we, yeah, you no, know. definitely. Yeah. So KS, do you want to do you want to throw out your thoughts on this?
1: I think he's waiting for us to to give more information yeah, no, so that ahead, he, can, he can he yeah,
2: can uh, because I uh, I mean I'm I'm viewing some of these uh, YouTube uh, scenes right now. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> It's it's not exactly like um, one of those church attacks where somebody comes in with a, a a gun into a church and just shoots a lot of people with the intention of killing people. Yep. Um, but it's clear that all, everybody who was down there was um, who, uh, was uh, you know was a, a very busy night, and I, I understand that there was uh, looting and when I say looting, that it wasn't a peaceful protest, a peaceful tro- protest is people marching down the street with signs saying, uh, we protest the uh, the police brutality of the previous incident that they were uh, upset about, not just that thing, but others. And, um, but that, I mean, is it true that there was also um, uh, police brutality that, I mean, uh, uh, looting and, and violence going on during this protest?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it it's not going to be in the videos detailing this incident, uh, but there are other reports of the protest itself, uh, including CNN. Right, the the with with uh, businesses and buildings burning in the background, uh, CNN throws up the headline: "Mostly peaceful protesters uh, marching through the streets of Kenosha." It's right? it's a peace peaceful street fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So. so hard hard to say what you believe from the mainstream yeah so um so yes it was not as peaceful as it could have been um and that i would say begs the question and i think i may have covered this a little bit in before but if you if you show up to a riot right are you kind of like is it voluntarily at that point well not even that if you just if you go to one of these things knowing that there's looting, lo- knowing that there's violence, you know, burning and whatever, um are you kind of saying like no, I my my life is not necessarily forfeit at that point, um but I I understand the risk of going, um and should something happen to me, that's acceptable uh for the event, right? Is that a thing? Yeah, on all sides. I I think that there were <clears throat> uh a, a someone who was oh well, like I have no, I have no desire to get shot in a riot. So if there's a protest that turns into a riot, fucking hell,
1: I'm getting out of there. Yeah, right. That's that seems reasonable and responsible. <laughs> it do, doesn't it.
0: So yeah. to so to stay in the environment, right? Is are you? Are, that's what I'm saying. Like my question is: Are you kind of saying like I I agree to the terms and conditions of this protest and this riot and this looting? And um, therefore, you know, should should something should something ill befall me, uh, no one else is responsible but myself because I put myself in this position. Is that fair? Is that reasonable? Well,
2: there, there, there are a lot of conflicting motives. We, we, I, I don't think we can uh, brush with a, a broad brush everybody who's there for this, you know, for the same reasons. I think it seems to me that there has been a, a building. Black Lives Matter protest uh, because of proper inju- uh, proper out- outrage over the treatment of um, of uh, people under police arrest. you know, I think there has been uh, police brutality towards people, and that that inspires a, a kind of outrage that's thinking, well, we've got to get attention to this issue in order to resolve it. I mean, this has been true throughout the whole civil rights movement throughout sure. history and um now i don't think it's proper to <clears throat> to brush all of those people with the uh, looting and uh you know the fires and all that 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 are breaking out i think those are uh hangers on people who are unemployed have a you know a, during this time of uh <clears throat> of pandemic shot shut down and uh, are just out for a, a blast sure. you know a wild time so mm-hmm. there's a, a whole lot of different groups of uh, and motives that are people are coming. And I I can properly see how seeing the looting and the the, uh, violence that uh, people are interested in protecting property. I I have more sympathy for somebody protecting their own property than for someone who says, well, I'm just gonna be an auxiliary to the police and I'm going to go out there and shoot anybody I think is, um, you know,
0: stealing. I want to put a pause on that thought because I do want to come back to that. That's a, that's definitely something I want to talk about during this conversation. Uh, But I also want to clarify my point then if if there's some misunderstanding, I am not suggesting that everyone out there were rioters and looters. What I am saying that is that if you go into a situation and you, it is, it is, is known right. That there is rioting and looting going on, Right. And you remain in that situation, regardless of your motives, right? Black Lives Matter, police and justice, whatever, you know, protect private, whatever, whatever your motive for being there is, uh, you understand the situation that you're going into. And therefore it is your individual responsibility to, for your own safety. Right. And if you say like my, my life is worth more than this cause I am not going to put myself in harm's way by staying in this environment, right? Even if you support the cause, even if you support Black Lives Matter, even if you support, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, defunding the police or or or, you know, police accountability or any of those things, right? Is are you not, are you not putting yourself in harm's way voluntarily because you know the environment that you're entering into? Well, sure.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, this is a. A, a violent scenario and i think
0: and it's a known violent scenario no yeah. one can go there and say like no this was just a peaceful protest we were just marching down the street and all of a sudden you know all hell broke loose right
2: yeah go on yeah and yeah i think that it would have been smart to go home but then you know i thinking of the people in hong kong it would have been smart for the people to go home you know it instead of instead of facing the the uh the, the chinese police absolutely you know, I, But there are, I think, um, things that that motivate people to take risks because they feel passionate about the cause, you know. Understood. And that's throughout the world and throughout history. Our own American Revolution was people who decided not to just go home but go ahead and stand in Concord Square and and shoot at the British uh, 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 Army as it was coming down the road.
0: Understanding Um, that the consequences could be that you get shot back right? They're like, that's, that goes without saying in that scenario. And that's, that's somewhat what I'm suggesting here is it, it, goes without saying that you, if you show up to where there's looting and rioting going on, uh, you know, you may fall in harm's way by virtue of you being there. And in the case of the American revolution and Hong Kong, right? Those, those people decided that this cause is worth potentially dying for, right? It's that important, where this cause is worth more than my individual life, right? Cause they go, they're going to, they're going to fight the British. They're going to fight, uh, the Chinese, you know, police, uh, they're going to, you know, fight whatever, you know, black for black lives matter in Kenosha. They like, this is worth more than my individual life. I'm going to put myself in harm's way to make sure that this cause is known. Um, and that's it. And then again, understood going in now, uh, when you say when you say that he shouldn't have been there because it wasn't his property, <sighs> that's another one. That's a little. I hear the point, right? I hear what you're saying. I somewhat agree with that. And then I think back. Well, then I think about like future scenarios or past scenarios uh, where the the federal government or the state government or any government steamrolls the individual. Uh, because he could not garner the support of his neighbors to help in his defense, right? In which case, as a community, you come together with each other, uh, to provide a collective defense. So the fact that he was, uh, you know, not from the area or that he lived 15 minutes away in an entirely different state, right. Is, is irrelevant to me. Uh. Because it was it was for the common defense of a community that he associated with. Right? When when the when the feds were were raiding the Bundy Ranch, was it Utah or whatever some years ago? Right, the, the, the militia movement from all over the country descended onto the ranch in Utah uh, and had a you know an armed standoff uh, with the federal government, right? None of those people were from the area. Right, none of those people owned the land that the you know the, the Bundys were claiming to defend. Uh, but the the Bundys pulled out a call, uh, put out a call for help, said, "Hey, we're about to get steamrolled by the federal government. If you believe in private property rights or grazing rights or whatever land management rights and, you know whatever whatever that cause was all about, uh, please come and help us." Right, and and so the militia movement descended from across the country crossed a whole bunch of state borders with whatever weapons they could, you know, safely bring with them, uh, and, and defended that land against the federal government. So does it really matter where Kyle Rittenhouse lived? Does it really matter how many lines, imaginary lines in the sand he crossed? If there was, uh, if there was a call for the defense of private property and he answered that call, doesn't he have a right to be
1: there? I, I, yeah, he does have a right to be there. I, but what I think is is sad is that uh, the the area that this happened in wasn't prepared to defend their property, and so it's like somebody from looking from the outside in decides it's it's now their responsibility, even though you know nobody, well, maybe somebody asked him, I don't really know, but um, you know he he basically took it upon himself. To go to defend something that somebody else wasn't willing to defend, so that's kind of where there 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 is uh, a little bit of uh blurriness in this picture it's it's not uh the whole it's, picture it's, is blurry the whole sure. view is blurry. yeah that's
0: why I'm trying just trying to dissect it down so i I hear your point though um, if there wasn't if there wasn't a call for help uh, if the if the business owners didn't want their well, property
1: defended well, it's not just that it's just the 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 property owners are unwilling to and so you know from somebody looking on the on the outside is like well you know i i don't care if there's a protest like the protest is okay to have but i'd like it to keep it peaceful and sometimes and actually it's probably normally the case if there's a whole bunch of guns in the area that it will be peaceful because nobody wants to get shot so lesson learned for three people that night right um and so that really kind of leads us to talk about uh you know the possible uh, motives and the scenario that actually broke down and so uh there's one part that i don't really understand uh i guess i'll get to it in a minute but um as far as i know kyle went there uh thinking he's helping uh, the situation he even rendered aid to some a person, some protester that got hurt earlier. And I'm not sure what caused it, but uh, eventually somebody uh, pointed Kyle out as as an enemy. That
0: is the most important aspect of this entire situation. True. And that is the most unclear aspect of the whole thing. How did it start?
1: And so there was another unclear part. At, At some point, somebody threw something at Kyle and, and that person ended up getting shot and killed. And I don't even know if Kyle knew he hit the person at that point. But after that, that's where some, a lot of the videos pick up and you can see Kyle running away. And eventually Kyle is on the, in the middle of the street and he gets tripped. Uh, He trips himself basically on his own feet and he gets hit with a skateboard and somebody he gets else jump pulled. kicked
0: first. He gets just jump kicked, right. then hit with a skateboard. Uh, yeah,
1: and then somebody with a handgun pulled out his handgun. And that's the guy that got shot in the arm. So, right, guy with the skateboard got shot in the chest or stomach, and uh, the guy guy with the handgun uh, got shot in the arm. The and other even, guy, even before
0: I, he got, even before he tripped, though, someone like caught up to him and took a swing at him and mm-hmm. hit him as he was running away. Right. That dude, like, took his swing and then, you know, scurried back into the crowd. Right. It didn't disrupt Kyle. He didn't turn and fire at anybody. Uh, right. It was, you know, he kept running, kept trying right. to get out of harm's way, uh, as it were.
1: Continue. Yeah. So, you know, at some, at a certain point, it, it's obvious self-defense. Um, I don't believe he intended to kill anybody that night except for defending himself. Um the, the, like I said, the one part I don't know is, is the, I think it was the first guy that got that shot and killed, uh, supposedly threw something at him. Right. And, and, and by I all don't...
0: accounts, it was a, it was like a leftover Mickey D's bag or something yeah. like, there was like a food bag.
1: Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure about that incident. I'm not even sure Kyle knew he killed him because, uh, when, when Kyle walked uh, down the street and the armored cars passed him and he found a cop car and said, Hey, I killed somebody. He didn't say he killed two people. He said, I killed somebody. Right. And then. and, and then, But there are
0: other reports that say after shooting the bald dude, uh, the first shot, the first kill, uh, that he did make a phone call. Early report said it, it was to the police. Later report said it was to a friend. Where mm-hmm. on that phone call, he admitted that he had shot somebody or killed somebody. I don't remember the exact language mm-hmm. uh, yeah. of the article. And then, um, you know, as he was on that phone call, Like he was ready to like, you know, bring in the authorities apparently, right. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, let me be clear that I'm not necessarily saying I'm buying into the narrative, just that this is the narrative as it stands. He's on the phone, making the phone call, um, you know, to bring in the authorities to like, that's it. End of the thing. And someone tells him to get the hell out of here. Um, at which point he starts to take off at which point it looks like someone from the mob identifies him as the shooter killer of bald dude mm-hmm. and that's when the chase begins
1: okay so in my
0: viewing of I, the same ex, videos ex, of-
1: explain it in chronological order now from so the, the about the first dude that what, okay. what you know about it or what you think you know <laughs> so
0: here's here's the speculation because there's video of first dude of bald dude uh and kyle preceding the events right so kyle's interviewed uh by some you know uh, i forget the daily caller or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got his rifle, he's got his He's like we're just here. I'm here to provide medical aid. I'm here to pr- uh, protect private property. I have my rifle in case, you know, cause this is a dangerous situation. If I, if I have to go into harm's way, uh, to provide aid, I'll be able to defend myself. If, you know, if, if harm comes my way, uh, there's, you know, pictures of him scrubbing graffiti off the wall before mm-hmm. like, you know, the, there's all this like, oh, look how great this kid is, you know, uh, providing his community service, uh, before him. And then there's a video of the bald dude, uh, antagonizing other protesters, mm-hmm. right? Drop, dropping the N word, uh, to, 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 a bunch of black protesters, yeah. uh, inviting and, himself to be shot. Right?
1: right. And, and one of the, and one of the reasons is why he might have been targeting Kyle with uh, verbal abuse is because he's one of these anti-gun people, you know, and that's he's big... definitely an antagonizing figure in the
0: narrative. Right. Right. And uh, you know, if it matters to you, right, has a criminal history that is not very flattering to, <laughs> you know, to his character. Right. Are you aware of this cast or do I need to do I need to say
1: more
2: the, on that? The the bald dude you're saying? Yeah
1: supposedly he's uh, has a criminal record uh, maybe he's a pedophile uh right he did he did
0: prison time for you know sexual contact with a minor yeah
1: which so. may or may not have been something he deserved i don't know the, the who knows right so, like, know, like i
0: don't know what the story is
1: either like if because and that's the thing like but some, irrelevant some, somebody, to the situation yeah but so we don't really know if he's actually a bad person or not based on that charge and that 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 prison time because you know some people get uh charged with uh, you know being with a minor and and they were just boyfriend and girlfriend and they were both yeah. consensual and and that so um that could make you very resentful to to police and people who you know like kyle love right. the police <laughs>
0: right or you're a sex offender because you urinated in public after having a night out at the bar one night
1: and you right. got caught you, you probably arrested. wouldn't you probably wouldn't be in prison for two years for that but
0: you're right and I think he spent a lot more, but I'm just saying that the 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 law itself isn't very clear on what the actual offense was. Right, right. So benefit of the doubt, right? Not not defending you know the alleged pedophile in yeah. any way. I'm just
1: I'm just trying to figure out maybe there's some motive this maybe. guy had had for hating uh, Kyle. And obviously Kyle likes the police and he likes kind of order and he's there to pro- provide that order. Right, but. Um, well, you know what's this? What's the ball guy's problem that he had? You know such anger that he's going to, uh, you know, yell at somebody who's got a rifle. You know.
0: Okay, so I'm going to speculate on this as well. It's a Napoleon complex. If you look at his fucking arrest record, he's five foot three. He's a small right. dude. Okay. Right? He's he's a small dude with a big fucking mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. and popped off at the wrong person. Obviously, mm-hmm. why he did that, I don't know uh, the results are clear. Um, uh, but even during that chase, right? Like whatever preceded, uh, the video footage of that occurrence, uh, what we do have on video again, is Kyle running away from this guy antagonizing him for whatever reason, right? Who knows what it is at this point. We'll never know. Cause if, the, if the video was there, it'd be, it'd be there. We'd, we'd have seen it already based on how, uh, how many angles we've got of this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, he throws something at Kyle, right? Uh, the the uh, earlier reports was Molotov cocktail. Then it said, nope, that's, you know, it's a plastic M- okay. bag. McDonald's with food bag, in a McDonald's <laughs> bag with, you know, a beverage in it and some other crap or whatever. But into the parking lot, he still follows Kyle, right? Kyle's trying to run away, right? you know, trying to uh, remove himself from the situation and bald dude proceeds after him, Right. And what, and what we don't know is how that scuffle unfolded. Did bald Mm -hmm. dude catch up to him? Did Kyle get cornered? Uh, what we do know is that as bald dude entered, uh, Kyle got off some shots. Um, and later reports said four hit him in a bunch of places, including the head. Mm -hmm. So put that dude down and then, uh, you know, to continue the narrative, uh, was, you know, told to get out of there, made a phone call possibly to a friend to let them know what was going on, tried to turn himself into the police, uh, whom again, if you're trying to like, if you're one of those conspiracy theorists trying to make a connection between, Oh, he was with the police and the police were supporting <laughs> him. Right. They didn't know what was going on. Right. There was no investigation yet. Uh, he wasn't pointing his rifle at the police, right? He, he may have had his finger at the ready, uh, but it was in lowered position, right? So it's not like he was ready to fire at the police. Um, but try, you know, try to get away. And then as he approached the cops, there's one video they're telling him, don't come over here. Don't come over here. Like they're on the megaphone stopping him from approaching them at that point. Uh, but yeah, but between, between bald guy and that is when, you know, uh, comically, right. Running alone through the street, stumbles and falls in the middle of the street. Uh, and then again is attacked and forced to defend himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Self defense? Yeah, the last two
1: I can definitely say self defense. Um, But the other people thought probably, like the guy with a skateboard, thought he was being heroic by trying to disarm a guy with a rifle that had just killed somebody. So there's there's multiple angles. There's, you know, a lot of uh, different perspectives that individuals would have had that night. Um, And yeah, unfortunately, I don't know much about. you know how how fearful for his life he was against the the ball guy that you know the first uh death that happened yep um and uh so that's that's what i'm interested in knowing but from what i can tell that he's is probably self-defense uh is is going to be uh well that's obviously his defense but um right I, i wouldn't doubt that's how it goes down and and my 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 concern is is the people who jump to conclusions automatically. Um, He's automatically a murderer because he shouldn't have been there because he he was young, he was 17 and he shouldn't have had a rifle and those things, Um, you know, without looking at any, uh, you know, anything in finer detail. Um, So that right there is typically used as
0: a pro police argument, right? It's, we need the police because without the police, uh, the world descends into mob violence, and this is the result of mob violence, right? This well, is I, this I'm is not, what happened. don't know.
1: I'm not even complaining about the result. You know, it's like you know, no, I got everybody's you. everybody's got free will to right. Uh, you know, interact how they want. And- but pro
0: pro police uh, pro police individuals, right? People that support the police and want law and order. This, this is a prime example of, of a claim to their defense, right? This is why we have police. This is why we have courts. Because all of a sudden, a, a, a 17-year-old gentleman is accused of murder, right? And without the police, without due process of law, without that without that system in place in this great country of the United States of America, uh, what we have is mob violence. And what we see from mob violence is he's already he's been accused he's already been found guilty and the mob is going to sentence him to an <laughs> ass whooping right without re- any real evidence of the of the events in, in question right, right so if right. We, so if we defund the police if we get rid of the police this is what we can expect to see from justice uh, going or- forward
1: but i think you're also taking the next step of if if we defund the court system and not have a court system to try people yes um now the the mob left would definitely not wait for a trial it, the 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 rhetoric that is is or the, or the the story that is is being presented by the left is he's he's been he's guilty already exactly there's, there's no need for trial so so he would, you know, he he would just be dead.
0: Um, so are we supporting cops and courts on the anarchist experience?
1: <laughs> no, I I'm not against the court system. Now, how it gets paid for—that's I I don't think it should be paid for by theft. You know, however, you know, I'm sure if if we got rid of government, we would find a way to uh, keep maybe that one ideal of. Innocent until proven guilty and in, intact. Now, I I don't know if it could be, but um, that would be the hope. But you know, it that takes that takes basically a lot of mature people. Uh, yes. To to accomplish.
0: Now you chuckled. Did you want to? Did you have anything to add there, Ks? Because
2: it was a bold know, yeah. statement.
1: I, I, I,
2: um, also at issue here is: um, Would the situation have been different if he was a black man with the gun i mean it's true that Uh, i don't want to get into that (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's a big part of the reason that the yes as he approached the cops he would have been shot up yeah i mean even without a raised gun i mean i i don't think that i've ever seen a situation where um it was reversed and the police didn't treat it very differently absolutely correct not even But you, argue al- but you
1: also don't know how much interaction the cops had with this kid before that. You know, ah, they gave they, him a high
0: five and a water bottle,
1: but apparently. <laughs> they, really? they, they knew why he was there. And, you know, he's, he was there he, with his medic kit. And what's what's ironic is, you know, after he shot, uh, I think, I, I can't remember who it was. The guy that got shot in the chest or the guy that got shot in the arm. After, but anyway, after he got shot, was on the side of the road, you know, yelling, medic, medic. And of course, Kyle's a medic.
0: <laughs> that was that was the dude that got shot in the arm because the dude right. who got shot in the chest, like...
1: He, yeah, Iowa, he bled yeah, out, yeah.
0: KIA on, you know.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, he's yelling for medic and the guy... And that's precisely why he, he was there. Was ironically,
0: that dude that got shot in the arm also had a hat that said paramedic and also had a med kit. Like, he right. was there. He apparently was there in a similar role right. as Kyle. Uh, yeah. Not as well armed as Kyle.
1: Right, right. right. Uh, but well, yeah. he was, he was armed, but not uh, as well. Did, he, well, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> He had a pistol so, and got in, shot in with a rifle. In his words, he hesitated. And one of the reasons he hes- hesitated is because the other, other guy was hitting Kyle over the head with a skateboard.
0: Sure. Uh, I want to, uh, I, I want to go back to, to Cass's chuckle real quick. Cause I wanted to finish, finish my line of thought because I said, do we support the cops and the courts, uh, on the anarchist experience? UMC said just how they're funded. Um, But I'll take it one step further because having heard that argument uh, from cop and cop supporters in the past and having taken the other side, uh, I'm going to take the other side on this one as well and say that one of the differences between the pro-state and the the anarchist or the anti-state justice solution, right, is that when the state comes after you, you almost have no defense, Right. If, if they want to railroad you, if they want to convict you, they will do whatever it takes uh, to take you down. Right. And we, there's, I, I think there's enough evidence to support that.
2: There were, there were two cases in the newspaper this morning that talked about people who had been released after 35 years in prison for a crime they didn't commit. I mean, it happens um, a lot, you know. I mean, right. not, but I don't know the percentages, but there are, um, a multitude of cases of people who have been railroaded through the system. It turns out that the prosecutor didn't show the defendants uh, the evidence from the scene. And, uh, and they spent 35 years uh, in prison, falsely charged. Right. And they knew it. Now that's, that's the issue that they knew it too. Yeah. Because it,
0: because at that level, it's not about justice. It's about conviction percentage, right? Whatever it takes to close the case with a conviction. Like that's, that's the motivation. That's the incentive. So t- if we eliminate cops in courts, just for my example, I know it's a funding issue for UMC, but just for my example, uh, you, you re- you reduce justice to mob violence as we see in this case is, you know, kind of the result that you would see. Uh, and the, the counter argument that I would have for keeping the courts and the, and the cop situation, the way it is was when you resort to mob violence and mob justice, one of the best things about it is it removes the pretense of legitimacy, right? So in this particular instance, without the pretense of legitimacy, the mob attacks, you know, the victim who may be willing to turn himself in seems like he was about to, uh, who may be willing to take responsibility, go to arbitration, have it meted out. Uh, however, you know, in, in this case, the U S court system, but whatever, Um uh, but without the pretense of legitimacy, he is well within his right to fire back at an oncoming mob, right? Because if, if they're going to kill with impunity because they have already deemed him guilty, uh, he has a right to defend his life. And
2: that is exactly what happened. Now, I think, so, I think often when people thwart a gunman in a crowd scene, uh, they're treated as heroes, and these people were responding to what they thought was a threat to the whole, everyone in the crowd uh, with with a gun, and they responded the same way we do in other situations where we consider, well, the guy who stopped uh, uh, the attacker at the Walmart scene, um, he was a hero because he stopped the, yes. the deaths that could have been much worse. And in a way, these guys were probably also not not all of them. Some of them were probably responding to, "Hey, grab that guy's gun, stop him." And and also another thought that comes occurs to me, and you know, and that's the nice thing about a judicial system. Hopefully, a lot of this detail will come out with the both the media exposure and the um, the court trial. But one thing occurs to me: um, the as I understand it, this kid Kyle had a gun, and he, he was hobnobbing with other police officers and so on. Did it occur to them, any of them to ask him to show his license to have a gun is it's my understanding. He didn't have a license to own that gun. He was too young for it.
0: Well, that's the only part in question, uh, in, in Wisconsin, uh, if according to the law, as the reports
2: have come out, uh, open carry is legal. You don't need a license. Yeah. But does, do the police ever ask to see, Oh, you say open carry is legal if it's if you're licensed to own the gun, right? You don't
0: need no, because how would they? You don't you don't need to own a license to open carry in okay, Wisconsin. So, the, okay, only, so you, the only the only the only part of that that's a concern in Wisconsin is in order to legally open carry, you have to be 18. So there's no license to acquire to open carry. You just have to be old enough. So the only and, appropriate question for the cops to ask was,
2: "How old are you, son?" Exactly. And uh, again, to turn it around, if if it, if it was a black young man of seventeen of age, do you suppose that the police would have asked him, "Oh, how old are you?" No, they would have tackled him, took the gun away. <laughs> <and wiped out laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh...
0: I fully rec- I, f- I i am fully aware that there are racial discrepancies when it comes to police interactions. Yeah, and that's right. true. And the, but the
2: kid himself, if he's there to enforce the law, he must know that he's breaking the law. Well, he's also
0: a cop supporter, right? And cops break the law all the time. <laughs> like that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and that's well within protocol, man.
1: Here's the other thing: we don't really know what the situation would have been in in Wisconsin at that night. Uh, you know, with everything that was happening, if you know, he, he he was he was a white kid instead of a black kid, and we don't, don't know what would hap- would have happened uh, yeah. with those particular people involved. Um, you can, I'm okay you can make speculating. Speculations.
0: I'm okay speculating that I've I've seen enough. Okay, I've seen enough to know right. that cops respond differently to black dudes who are armed than white dudes who are armed. Okay. <laughs> Just, if if that's up for debate, then we you know then we need to devote a whole show to that debate. There was there was a and, a,
2: and it's also interesting because all cops aren't white. There are a lot of black cops, and I'm guessing that they even have a different attitude towards blacks than whites. Is that correct? understood?
0: Yeah i i would i would make i would assume that as well. Um, there was a video production done a few years ago to illustrate the difference. I don't remember what state they did it in. Uh, but it was another state where the open carry of long rifles was legal, right? Yeah. So they had a white dude, uh, you know, walk up and down the street carrying a long rifle um, just to see what would happen. And, of course, it's not it's not a popular thing to do, so people around get concerned. Um, and so, you know, the cops get called on the white dude carrying a long rifle. Uh, the cops, you know, show up to the scene. They talk to the white dude, and they find out that, yo, nope. He's allowed to be here. They, you know, they inform me, yes, there's some concern citizens, but you were, you white citizen or well in your rights to carry that long rifle slung across your shoulder up and down the street, not brandishing, not pointing, just good old fashioned second amendment, American right to do so. And then they, then they, you know, did the same video and they said, I wonder what happens if we put this same rifle on the shoulder of a black dude. Well, guess what happens when the police are called, right? The black dude is approached, guns drawn, made to lie on the ground, handcuffed, rifle taken away, right? You know, to before before finding out that no, no, he's got the same rights as the black dude, uh, and you know, and and and
1: carried on. So right. of course they approach it differently when it's so black my, or white. I'm I'm just curious though because, uh, I mean that, that's that's a perfect experiment except for the pointing out that there's individual cops behave differently, right? And so, so some cops will do that to a white person that's doing, going down the street. I've seen videos sure. of that too. And some cops won't. And so, you know, just it, depending on the cop you get uh, and depending their experience level with people walking down the street with uh with a rifle, um, you know, there, there's some, some towns that it's completely legal to open carry. Yes. And it happens so rarely that the cops don't even know that. And so they, they respond based on what they just perceive as the right way to respond. And that could be, you know, anything.
0: Right. I, I have a friend here in state, in New Hampshire, um, who's, you know, who, who carries on the daily, right. He's always got a, he's always got a fire on, on him. Um, and he was, he's white. He was relaying a story to me. Um, you know, he, he's not a big fan of cops either, older gentleman take that for what you will and he was relaying the story to me about how he was just you know walking down the street his gun was visible um, and you know the cop said hey there like just I'm just office friendly talking to a member of the community hey there buddy how are you doing today kind of a thing um, and in relaying this story to me he goes like I knew exactly why the cop was doing that right the cop was saying hi to me not because he was being friendly but just to acknowledge that he was aware of me and was aware that I was carrying. And he just wanted me to know, to make me aware that he knew that I was carrying. Right. And that special attention is going to be paid on you because we can see that you are armed citizen. Uh, but no, no, no approach, no asking for papers, no tackling to the ground, none of that nonsense. Um, but it happens, right? And and so open, ca- you know, open carry is one of those things where you you can do because it's your right. Um, I you know, when talking to firearms instructors, they say they they uh, advocate against it. Right? Conceal carry is the way to go, uh, for for safety reasons and for you know, I want to say political reasons. Uh, you don't want it. To, you you know, don't make a scene. Don't put it out there. Um, and you're just as safe if you conceal carry. So open carry is an American right, but it's one that should not necessarily be exercised uh, as often as people would like to. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, I'm a proponent of both. Um, uh, I would choose to open carry, uh, just for, for comfort reasons alone.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I don't want that shit tucked into my belt, into my waistband.
1: So be- before I forget what I would have liked to see in Kenosha was uh, I think more black people for one. I think you know from what I saw, it was mostly white people. Well, it's and, Kenosha, Wisconsin, man. Right. Like, okay. How,
0: how much do you want?
1: And then also, I would have liked to see uh, you know, black people armed. Yeah, absolutely.
0: They should be right. That's you know, there's a there's a you know there's...
1: because because then if if somebody was there to shoot people, then the the you know the black people would have just shot him you know it, it, that it would that would have ended uh kyle early and he wouldn't have shot two people but uh, i'm just i'm i'm just throwing things out there i don't really want to see people get shot there's an organization
0: <laughs> called black guns matter right, right who
1: advocates that that black folks
0: should arm themselves um and be responsible gun owners unfortunately yeah. there's also a video of a of a black group uh you know out a, a black protest group i don't know what their affiliation was uh at the time where there was a negligent discharge and they shot each other yeah. uh, because they weren't carrying, they weren't carrying properly and and taking proper precautions. So yeah. it's not, it's not good optics. No. Uh, when you, when you're out there armed and you shoot each other at, you know, on the same, same
2: team, friendly fire. Interesting tidbit, uh, in the history of gun control advocacy, the strongest advocates, um, over a hundred years ago were the, conservative white southerners who wanted to prevent blacks from having guns and it was the uh black advocates who were saying no oh, they should have the right to protect themselves that was how they protected themselves from lynchings or all kinds of uh things and there you know there were well anyway there's just a reversal over years but um but it shouldn't it's one, be it's the same point.
0: thing you defend yourself against violence if there's still racism, right, and there's still people uh, uh, attacking black folks f- simply because of the color of their skin, by fucking all means, you should be armed to defend yourself sure. uh, and your property sure. against that uh, uh, encroachment.
1: Yeah, yeah. His, his point was there's a reversism in the in the Republican uh, conservative stance, which now, right now, there's Repu- Republican conservatives that are saying yes, black people should be armed; they should have the right to carry. Uh, guns uh, concealed or yeah. otherwise, and you could say the same thing for the Democrat side, though. Like, oh, the, the no.
0: KKK was founded by the Democrats. They but were the, the, the
1: Democrats the want to take guns away from everybody, and that would be harmful for for the, the Black rights movement.
0: It would be, but they're they're the, they're the ones lining up to. You know, the Democrats are counting on that Black vote. Uh, yeah, to, to and, help
1: carry the election. And and uh I I think people, you know, some some of the black community should should listen to what Malcolm X had to say about that. <laughs> you know, that that uh the the liberals are 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 trying to trick them and they're being deceived. And they are because anybody who wants to take your right to protect yourself away should not be trusted.
0: Absolutely. I again 100% agreement with that. The well-armed society, polite society, all the other rhetoric that you can think of. Uh, more people should be armed and more people should protect themselves. Uh, and that doesn't discount or uh, exclude blacks
1: yeah. at all. So, Arm per- up. perhaps if more people were armed at Kenosha, then people wouldn't have been chasing Kyle because there'd be no reason to. Um, well, there
0: also wouldn't have been a reason to shoot either, right? right. I mean, th- that's the other thing. If we go back to the beginning part of the video, Mm-hmm. Right, we can we can speculate that if more mm-hmm. people were armed this may not have happened. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same and, time and they, they, they were attacked probably, the one guy that was armed.
1: Right. There there probably would have been a lot less uh you know burning and misbehavior also. And that's that's what I that's kind of the motivation I think that Kyle was trying to bring there was like, you know, don't don't be stupid because there's people with guns here and then stupid stuff happened anyway. But you know, he's a 17-year-old kid, you know that it's not like there was a, a, a militia there. Uh, well, he wasn't the defended. only one with a gun. Yeah. The, there were well, others. Sure. He was just one. Well, there, the one that well, there was some, the pro- yeah, there was protesters yeah. there with a the gun too. So I don't know if they were uh, concealed or not. Like the, the one guy that got shot in the arm, had yeah. a, you know, a handgun. So tucked in his,
0: tucked, it looked like it was, uh, according to some of the videos, tucked in his back, uh back of his waistband by his, mm-hmm. uh, in his lower back. And yeah, that's as, the, that's, as the running, he
1: way. that's the correct way to hold a gun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. no, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, if because you 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 think you, you when you when you look at the the way uh, you know a leftist liberal holds a gun and and the way uh, somebody on the you know the right holds a gun, it's it's like it's almost like it's automatically different. Like (laughs) it's inappropriate, you know,
0: it's like, are you saying there's a limp wristed way to hold the firearm? No,
1: (laughs) no, no. Just the mentality of uh, the, the, you know, the respect that you have for the firearm. Okay. But, um, but (laughs) I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there just because it's, it's kind of true. If you look at all the, the mass murderers, like I think like 95% of them or something, you know, in, in recent history that, uh, you know, like the, the people going into movie theater or something else happened, happened to be a liberal, you know? Um, so there, there's, there's something that is a, it's is a bad combination when you put like far leftism and a gun in, in the same room, you know? <laughs> okay. Or, or in the same, same mind of the same person. So. I don't,
0: I don't know if I want to let that, I don't know enough about the politics of a lot of the, the mass murder killings, so I'm not sure I want to. I don't. I want to acquiesce to the point that they were mostly liberal. Right. Uh, like, do we? You know, are, wait, how wait, certain of you are of that? I, I'm, I'm Christchurch in New Zealand didn't seem liberal. Um, the the dude who sh- shot up the black church. Hard to paint paint that guy as liberal.
1: Okay. Batman yeah, theater
0: well, guy, maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I get. I mean, yeah. Obviously, everybody's got to try to paint. Uh, the the bad guys, uh, the opposite way that they
0: you know right. <laughs> I just i i don't have enough i don't have the the facts to rebut that statement.
1: Sure, well sure. I'll, I'll look it up and we okay. can we can get to it next. But time. i don't I don't want to
0: agree with that statement either. That you right, know, mass right. shooters tend to to lean left. I just right. okay. i per, don't feel right.
2: Perhaps right. there's another label that that we could address. Um, you know, this is you've titled this the the anarchist experience which is an extremely broad term, and it's a term that's been used a lot in the media to associate um, the deaths and chaos and and uh, violence, the fires. In other words, the, the worst of violence in these protests and consequences afterwards are all labeled anarchist. I, so it seems to me that it would be wise to find different, word to identify the kind of thing that you're looking for. Yeah, it's ex- except
0: Okay, so whereas you're generally correct, um I call the show the anarchist experience, I personally self-identify as an anarcho-capitalist, right to to differentiate amongst the anarchist community, um I don't know if I if I want to distinguish myself entirely because personally uh, I'm not hundred percent anti-violence, right? Like I don't, if you burn the right building, burn that fucker down. My, my biggest complaint is that, uh, when, when there's police injustice, uh, they burn down local, they burn down local businesses rather than the police station. Um, uh, but when, you know, when Chaz was operating, uh, and they you know, and, and they, they, bur- you know, they burned down the Seattle police department, I cheered them on. I was like, fucking finally, they found the right enemy and they attacked. Good on them. Hundred percent support for that. You know, so I don't I'm not always against uh, I'm not always against the violence. Uh, and I'm not always against the violent anarchist. Right. I just yeah. I wish they'd picked their targets better.
1: And in this in this case, I'm not against the, the outcome of uh, Kenosha either. Um, yeah. It's it's there there could have been a, a lot better outcome. But, um, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So. <laughs> yes, don't
0: antagonize the dude with the rifle. Like, that's why you have the rifle. That's that's the whole premise behind the whole polite society is but a peaceful society thing.
2: Isn't that the same point that can be raised if you're burning down the police station? I mean, they have the rifles, they have the guns. Um, what do you expect if you're doing that? I mean, wouldn't it be better to... Uh, be asserting civil disobedience and nonviolence then and volunteerism rather than um violence against the target that you chose but maybe does, everybody doesn't quite understand it as the way you see it and they they will react in the same way that 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 they do when they see somebody exercising violence in other words violence will breed violence yeah and and again I,
0: i'm also, i'm not against violence that's par- that's partly what i'm saying right? Hong Kong protesters should absolutely fight back against the police, right? The, the American revolutionaries should have act, act, actually shot British soldiers, right? I've said it before. I'm not going to say it too loudly here again. Uh, but if the police are your enemy, uh, you do what you got to do. Um, but just like, you know, just like revolutionaries of the past, there's an acceptance of consequences, mm-hmm. right? I, I pledge my, my life, my, uh, my life, my property, my sacred honor, uh, on this outcome right however that however you want to phrase that uh, life is a part of that so if if they're your enemy and they're the ones uh, bringing disharmony to your community uh maybe it's worth your life uh, to secure a future
2: for your children right so that they don't have to d- deal uh, with I those can see, I can see seeking out um alternatives to the way things are protected in society. But don't you acknowledge that in these circumstances, at at least as the society is, yes, there are police functions that are aggressive in nature against people, but there are also police functions that are essential to the protection of life, liberty, and property. That if they were not present, you'd have a lot less life, liberty, and property um, I mean, I, I, the police itself is uh, a combination of yeah. good and I, bad things.
1: I think that the bad things of the police are due to the fact that they're paid for by theft. And so if yeah. the cops were not paid for by theft, then they would be only paid to do things that people value and not things that people don't get any value from.
0: And I'll paraphrase Bastiat, who said, oh, it is the socialist who thinks that just because we object to a thing being done by the state, that we object to the thing being done at all, right? Uh, I object to the police uh, primarily because they're funded through taxation and coercion. Secondarily, because they're violent psychopaths who end up in that position. Uh, However, I acknowledge that there are certain functions that they provide that will be provided Uh, in a free market because those particular services are valuable. And I don't think that you need the coercive police force as it stands today to provide security services in a free market. Like those do not go hand in hand. Uh, But revenue generation, right? Ticketing, uh, um, sting operations for, you know, for, for drug raids and all that. No, I don't, I do not want to see that uh, being done in a free market. and. I don't think you need the police force to have the ability to do those things just because there's an off chance that they might provide a little bit of security, uh, elsewise. So no, I, I, am okay fighting the police. Uh, I'm okay eliminating the police and I'm okay. Private security taking over those functions of the police, uh, which are valuable enough to pay for
2: voluntarily. KS? Yes. And I, I see that as a, as a peaceful process of transition, from the, uh, a police funded by taxation versus, to to a transition to market alternatives. And there are market alternatives. We know there are private arbitration courts, there are private police and security services, and that transition can occur. Um, it may take time and, and education and so on, but I think at the instant, the moment, um, you... It, if the police were vacant without the transition taking uh, taken place, having taken place, um, you'd probably have a lot more carnage and destruction. I mean, I think, oddly enough, it seems like whenever these protests break out and become, whenever the protests arise for good and valid and just reasons, um, there's a swell of, of hangers-on that like to... Uh, you know, think of it as a as a big party for bashing and and uh, looting and burning. Uh, Understood. So, you, so uh, at the moment, um, it's a there's a trade off there. I mean, you you have to have the. Uh, there I, is I a trade off. You want to just I, just defund the police. In fact, I I think that the police. If I could snap my fingers and eliminate funded, the police
0: overnight, I would snap my fingers.
2: It'd be nice. I mean, like for example, the, the the U.S. military was much more effective when they paid people more and became more professional and better trained, rather than when they just conscripted people and enforced them out there whether they wanted to be there or not. I think there's something about professionalization of police um, which could help. Um, but of course, what it is that they're enforcing? I mean, uh, you know, the drug laws is uh, is aggression against the population um but uh enforcing you know laws against theft and murder uh rape uh are good things to have and agree you're you're trying to that's uh, what i'm saying it's a a constant battle of pushing it in the right direction
0: no i i would snap my fingers if i could and eliminate the police right and i understand that there will be a period of chaos uh, much like you saw much like we talked about with the 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 uh, mob justice uh, in Kenosha in this for this example. Uh, but again, w- the one of the things that I like about mob justice is the lack of pretense of legitimacy. So guys like Kyle Rittenhouse, um, who are being subjugated to mob justice, have the absolute right to defend themselves against against the mob violence and mob justice. Now, Out of that comes the desire for peaceful justice. Uh, But I'm okay, you know, like a couple of quotes for you, I guess. Uh, I'm okay with the animating contest of liberty uh, rather than the the tranquility of servitude, right? So if if it takes a little bit of chaos and it takes a little bit of violence to remove the yoke of authoritarianism uh, so that we can move forward uh, in freedom to more peaceful freedom, I'm for it. Uh, and Malcolm X or, you know, whoever, again, to paraphrase, cause I don't know these, all these quotes by heart, uh, by any means necessary, right? So if you want to work towards a peaceful transition, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, if you want to violently overthrow, uh, the federal government, the state government, the city government, the local government, the county government, uh, I am also not going to stop you because as long as the goal is right. As long as the end result is more liberty, more freedom, uh, I'm okay with it. And I think out of that, uh, you know, peace will emerge as, as people, you know, as tempers calm and people go like, all right, we've, we've gotten rid of this, right. You fight the war and then you go home to your farm, right. You don't, you're not Oh, you're not constantly in a war. That's a new phenomenon. That's an American, that's a government phenomenon.
1: Okay. Uh, this whole, go ahead. Uh I wanted to throw this out there. We're we're getting close, right? To the end.
0: Yeah, if you want, yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. So um so uh 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 cops are open season to you. Um what about uh cop lovers like Kyle? Uh
0: man, that's a tough one. Right? <laughs> Is, Is he guilty? <laughs> he's well, okay, he's not he's not guilty of loving the cops, but if he puts on the uniform
1: Okay, so if he doesn't put on a uniform, okay, he he he, he's, he doesn't have a target on his head yet.
0: Yeah, not yet. Okay, okay, all right, cool. But right. at the same time, right? <laughs> like when, when 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 status die, right? I don't I don't cry. I don't shed a tear. Oh yeah, no, I, definitely. Oh, that's one other if, point. If, I if wanted they to put get... Kyle down, I would have wouldn't have been sad that well, this I'm... future this future status future cop yeah. uh, got murdered.
1: So I've, right. I've said all, all along today that I was u- upset with the, the left's uh, interpretation of this event. You know, Automatically, he's, he's guilty. But I'm also equally upset about the right, that he's automatically a hero. He's not a hero.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's not a hero. <laughs> he, if, if I gave you that impression, I apologize. Yeah. I tried to call the facts down there. Oh, no, I as know. I saw it.
1: But okay. defending yourself does not make you a hero. No. You know, it just makes you a person that defended himself. <laughs> right, we, right. I didn't. I don't. I don't
0: think I ever said he's oh, a hero. No, I'm not, I said I'm not he saying had the you The absolute did. right to defend himself.
1: No, I'm. I'm not yeah. saying you did. I'm saying the right says that uh, there's people there say I was a hero. I'm like yeah. no, he's just a subdued that d- defended himself. Yeah. You know, he he didn't do a very good job at defending anybody's personal property either.
0: Well, but the, but he did an excellent job. Uh, you know, uh, I I've seen you know seen the people make the claim. He did an excellent job of defending himself. Right? right, yeah, uh, from a from a very stressful you know down position, I mean, trigger discipline yeah. hit only the people that were attacking him, didn't had no collateral damage mm-hmm. uh, and and killed you know two out of his three targets, and right. significantly I, I, maimed I,
2: I, one. I don't think it should start with the moment that the first violent strike came against him. If mean, if you're really defending yourself, for one thing, you don't place yourself stupidly in harm's way. Um, well,
0: that's why I said he comically he, fell in the middle of the street. Like that was unfortunate, but that's, right. you know,
1: uh, you, yeah. you deal,
0: you play with the hand you're dealt, man.
1: No, he, he did like, make some, some bad decisions and perhaps if he wasn't in the middle of them, maybe trying to help some of them, uh, you know, maybe he should have been closer to the police where he sure. wouldn't have been made, but he might've still been a, uh, attacked then too. I don't know, but it seems maybe like he
0: should have stayed home and played Fortnite. Sure. Right. I, I get it. Uh, but at the same time, like I, like the earlier example that I gave, at some point, good people need to stand up uh, and not only defend yourself, but to defend the people around you uh, that are asking for your help. Right? The co- communities need to come together. The whole thing, the whole argument that that he traveled you, this far. Do you go uh, to?
1: Just, but do you do you go to defend people that are not asking for help?
2: I personally would not. Like during the Rodney King riots and all, and I mean, I, I remember there were stories about Korean businesses that would arm themselves yeah, and the rooftop Korean friends, yeah, and they would protect their business and maybe even you know they would join in with neighbors to help each other, but uh, that's, that's
1: a, one of the reasons why it was successful in that in that situation is because it was their property, and one of the reasons why yeah. Kyle Kyle was not successful is because it wasn't his property, understood just seemed
2: to be roaming r- randomly looking for something, you know, understood. Like, like like a video
0: game. <laughs> but but the case being made is that you should not go out and defend someone else's
1: property. Right? that no, is no, their not their property for
0: them to defend. And I don't want I don't want that to be part of the narrative either. No, I'm, not, absolutely I'm not saying that help either. Your neighbors.
1: I'm I'm not saying that either. What I what I'm saying is is that if you take it on yourself to determine whose whose property you should defend, maybe that's a mistake.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not going to argue with that. Like I said, I'm not. I if he had gotten shot or killed, right, I would not have come to his defense. No. Uh, I would not have praised his attacker. Right, it would have been the same thing as uh, Garrett or whatever out in mm-hmm. Texas. Right. You 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 went to this thing. You knew what the potential hazards were. You went there voluntarily. Shit happens, right? right. If if you're not willing to take that, if you're not willing to take that risk, don't go. Uh, but if you're willing to take that risk, then you got to be responsible for the outcomes as well.
2: And is that, could that, that include life imprisonment? It may. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's a, it's, it, man, when I look at the facts as they're laid out now and the video evidence that has been presented now, uh, it is, it is a hard, hard sell for me to convict first degree murder, right? There's no premeditation. Uh, he was, you know, he was trying to get away in all situations and only fired when he was unable to run. Right. That is, that is hard to say premeditated murder.
1: Yeah. I'm still uh, not sure about the the first one though. The, you uh, may the not ball, be sure,
0: but he was running away before the shots were fired.
1: Okay. Right. The, the, there's, there's video. No, no obviously he was moving away. I, I understand that. That's but all you need what, to do. But was, was his life in... You know what what made him think his life was in danger? That's what I'm maybe a little bit unsure about.
0: That's the part that's not on video right. because the camera's too far away. The camera shows so, him running into a parking lot. The pursuer continues after him.
1: so I think that will what make happens? All, yeah, all the difference in the world. but if if there's a reasonable doubt, he definitely has that,
0: yeah, absolutely because the he was being pursued. He tried to get away. He had something thrown at him, hard. Was not able, you know, it took the, it took the internet days to figure out what that was. So how, how was he supposed to know? Like in the moment, <laughs> right. And you know, he, he got caught, right. He obviously is, is very coordinated because he fell in the middle of the street. So I don't know what happened between the cars, right. right. Be- between when he was being pursued by the bald guy and when he came out, you know, the, the victor in that encounter. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's going to be for, for that jury. If I were on the jury. There's way not enough evidence to say premeditated murder, because if the bald guy did not want to engage in a fight, he had plenty of opportunity to also make the decision to leave that situation. Right. He didn't have to chase. He didn't have to pursue. He, he want, he chose to engage and you take personal responsibility for that choice. And that was his, you know, he put his life on the line.
1: My message is protect your own property. So people like Kyle don't feel the need to come and protect it for you. (laughs) There you go. And some people would say, like, well, that's what happens when the police aren't there, because
0: the police set up a perimeter and let chaos ensue within it.
1: Oh yeah, and that that's a common theme. And part of me wants to believe that the you know cops, I think, are more right leaning. Um, They're you know pro gun and stuff like that. Um, they want to allow the chaos to happen because it makes the left liberals look bad, and. And that's what happened in, in Ferguson too. They let them burn the gas station. They let them burn the the auto zone uh, just so that the news would be able to videotape it. And they they actually there was actually people that showed up to some of these things with firearms, and they told them, "No, you can't do that. You cannot defend this property." I think that's horribly wrong. Um, and I don't care about the cops' desire to make the left look bad. You, you know, I mean, just telling somebody they can't protect their own property is just the most insane thing i've ever heard agreed and if you're not and if
0: you're unwilling to do it right because you think you've paid your money for someone else to do it and you have people like kyle volunteering to do it for free right mm-hmm. take them up on their offer sure or give them the money instead of the police withhold your taxes give it to kyle right uh we we're a push. we're way past time uh so do you have final thoughts mc or ks nope Thank did you. we Good did show. we did we uh, do this story justice or is there anything more that needs to be added or that we missed uh, that we can uh, <laughs> uh, briefly put a, tail, a tag on the end there?
1: Uh, no, we got to end it now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: That'll do it for us then. I hope that was entertaining, maybe educational. Uh, you guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com uh, on telegram, t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, uh, you can do so through Patreon, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.